0: Celebrating single. We're in the Set for Life series. And I think it wouldn't be complete without celebrating single. Because I think single is one of the most important seasons in your life. And I think that single gets a bad rap. And I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it when people who are 20 or 22 say to me, I'm going to be left on the shelf. Am I going to spend life alone? It's like, you're 22. Come on. And I hate it even more. Can I just have a little personal gripe session here? When married people or people who are in a relationship have this thing with single people, can I have an amen from the single people, where it's a bit like, oh, Maybe I've got a friend for you. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Or it's kind of like, oh, you, you, you haven't got anybody, so what, what, what's, what's wrong with you? I didn't get married till I was 26. I have, I've experienced this. And even worse, when they are made to feel, when we are made to feel somewhat less complete, than everyone else on the planet because we don't have the obligatory other person in our life. Now, I'm I'm totally for relationships. Don't get me wrong. Totally for marriage. But they are not your ultimate goal in life, people. They're not your ultimate goal in life. They're great, but they're not your ultimate goal. If you can't love and make the most out of whatever season you are currently in, Single or married, can I suggest that you're missing the point? Are you okay? This is the tone of my message. Are you okay? Singleness is the most important season of your life. Don't waste it wishing for something else, looking for something else. If you can't do single well, you'll never do relationships or marriage well. And I would suggest a lot of problems that we see in marriages are simply because people didn't do single well. You've got to do single well. It's so, so important. I don't understand what the rush is to get into relationships and marriage. I'm 55 years old. Okay, be suitably shocked. Life is, life is great, but life is long. Life is long. Chris and I have been married for 29 years next month. That is longer than most of you have been alive. It's long, people. Don't be in a hurry to move to the next point. <sighs> Don't get caught in the... I must find someone fancy. He'll do, she'll do. It's not exactly what I wanted, but you know, getting desperate, time's running out. It's not something to be entered into lightly or rashly. Here are the stats. This is not meant to scare you. These are facts, okay? The divorce stats currently in Australia are one in every three marriages, first marriages, ends in divorce. And you might be here going, that's why people live together, de facto relationships. Well, if you don't, if you're in a de facto relationship and you don't marry, you are almost eight times more likely than that to split up. This is not my opinion, this is Bureau of Statistics. And that's really bad, right? Second marriages are almost double that, over 60% of second marriages end in divorce. This is not something to run and rush without thought into because it seems like a good idea and everybody else seems to be happy and everybody else is doing it. Can I suggest this is not something that you should be doing because everybody else is doing. So let's consider it before we rush in. We can want, look, I get it. We can want a relationship because... We're lonely. You know, I'm I'm lonely. It would be nice, you know, to on the days that I've got by myself to have someone around because because I'm lonely and and we think that a relationship will solve our loneliness issues. But can I suggest that if if you're sick of yourself, you're lonely and you're sick of yourself and so you think, I'll go find someone else because they're going to make it better. But the person that you find is also lonely and sick of themselves, then you've got two lonely people who are sick and what you've really just got is more sick and more lonely. It's not going to solve it for you. Figure out single. Because if you don't know you single, how on earth? Can you pick someone to be in relationship with? If I don't know who I am and I don't know what I want and I don't know what God's got for my life, how on earth am I gonna choose a life partner? This is serious. 30 years, people get less for murder. I mean, it's great. It's great. We love it. But easy is not a word I would use for it. It's great, but it's very challenging. Isn't it darling being married to me is very challenging. So let's have a look at Matthew 22:36 to 39 in the NLT. It says this. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second that is equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. Now You're going, you're talking about single, but you're talking about loving your neighbour. No, actually not. Because it's love the Lord your God. We've all got that right. Love the Lord your God. First, most important commandment. Love the Lord your God. And then it says, equally important. Okay, so it's not less important. It's equally important. You've got to love your neighbour as yourself. Love your neighbour as yourself. Come on, you're getting it. Love your neighbour as so I would pose this question. If you can't love yourself as equally as you love God, how on earth do you love your neighbour as yourself? How does that happen? See, we get it around the wrong way. We go, the Word says, I should love my, my neighbour as myself as much as I love God. Now you've got to love yourself first. So it's love God, love yourself. Then you can... Love others. Let's do that again. Love God, love yourself, so that you can love others like yourself. You've got to be alone long enough to love yourself. Or you're never going to be able to love others like yourself. You've got to get okay with who God created you to be. And I think we struggle with that sometimes. You've got to get okay with who God created you to be because no one else is going to fill that emptiness that you feel when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing or where you're supposed to be going or who you are. You've got to allow God to fill it. And for God to fill it, you've got to spend time alone with Him. So that you can work out who you are before you go spreading yourself around to other people. Your singleness is so important to you, but it's also important to God. Because when you're single, He wants to give you vision for your life. He wants to give you purpose for your life. He wants you to know who you are in your life so that when you meet the person that you're going to do life with, they will know who they are. They will know what their purpose is. They will know what their vision is. And you're both going to be running in the same direction. I love it. I just love it. Because if you don't know that, if you don't know God's vision and God's purpose and who you are in God's eyes... You'll always be looking for someone to validate who God created you to be. You'll always be looking for someone to say, am I am I okay? Oh, you're okay. You're a babe. Just, you just a babe. No, you need to find out who you are first. Now, I sort of struggle with this a little bit because I thought, well, you know, I'm married. Can I talk about being single? Can I just tell you that? Most of you would know our story. So Chris and I, I spent my, my formative teenage years filling every void in my life with a relationship. Then I met Chris. And we got engaged. And then we broke up for two years. And I did two years where God, I feel like, did this very thing in my life. He made me get okay with who I was. He made me overcome my insecurities. He enabled me to go, actually, I'm okay. Actually, I'm enough. Actually, I can hear the voice of God in my own life. Actually, God has a plan and purpose for my life. I was so okay. And then God brought him back. That's okay, because it worked well, didn't it, babe? It worked out okay. But I've done this. I've done this. I feel highly qualified to talk about this. You know, the Word of God talks more about individuals than it does about couples. There's a surprise. The first thing that God created was not marriage. It was individuals. So I want to look at four things tonight about being single that I think are important. Are you ready? Buckle up. Number one, master single before you mingle is my first point. We have to master single before we mingle. In the beginning, God did not create marriage first. He created the individual. You know, when we built this building, the first thing that we did was the foundation. Now, you can't see the foundation. Can you? can't hear the foundation. I can't, thank goodness. You can't hear the foundation, but we know it's there. We know it's solid because otherwise, when the wind blew and the rain came and the storm came, it would, the building would fall over, literally. The foundation. And your singleness is the foundation for the rest of your life. You need to pay attention to the foundation for the life that you will build. We think that... Marriage is the ultimate goal, and it can be a goal. Of course it can be a goal. But don't go looking for a relationship just so you can stick it on Facebook. Don't go looking for that. Ah, oh, change my status. put a ring on it, change my status. No, that's not what it's about. It's about building a foundation for your life because what we want here are relationships that go the distance. We want relationships that are built on a firm foundation. And a firm foundation is what you build when you are single. Number two, single sets the level for future relationships. How you feel by yourself, you bring into your relationships. Maybe not in the first week, maybe not in the first month. But, you know, after about six months, when you're quite, you know, comfortable with each other, we bring our insecurities, people. The, the veil comes off and our true colours come out. The things that we haven't dealt with, the insecurities, the codependence, the, the things that we cover comes out. How you feel about yourself single, you will be, bring into relationships. Marriage doesn't improve your singleness. Marriage doesn't improve your singleness, it exposes it. It doesn't improve it. It's not an upgrade, people. Okay, I was single now, I'm married, upgrade. Got an upgrade. No, it exposes it. It exposes it. It pulls back the sheet, literally, on the things that you have failed to develop and put foundations in, in your life. Make your singleness intentional. How do you do that? We spend time with God, with yourself. Don't sit at home being lonely, waiting for someone to say, let's go get a coffee. Let's go to the movies. I'm so lonely because I'm by myself. Get out there and do it yourself. For goodness sake, some of the best times I have are actually by myself. Is that sad? because we need that time alone and I, and I feel for this generation because there are so many inroads into our world. It is nearly impossible to be alone because we have this thing in our hand all the time with people contacting us and posting selfies and inviting us to this group and chatting in that group and doing this. And we've got envy and we've got, oh my gosh, they've got a girlfriend and I don't. And we've got, oh my goodness. And we've got this blog and then we've got this Insta TV thing to watch. And then there's always YouTube. There's always something to watch. And God says, for goodness sake, be okay with being by yourself, people. Put it away. Spend some time. Let God speak to your life, not through a podcast that someone else has made, but actually into your life. We have this great thing here. It's called journaling. I don't know if we've ever heard about it, but you read the Word of God, Then you stop, you by yourself, stop and you listen to what God might be saying to you and then you write it down. It's good to spend time alone, to think about your life, to think about and process your day. You don't have to get home at the end of the day and ring your bestie and go through every single moment of the day and try and process it. I understand if you're a verbal processor, I am too. However... Sometimes it's just good to sit and think about how I'm going to do tomorrow differently without someone telling me how to do it differently. Take the time. Be okay with it. Sit there and think, why did I respond like that when that person said to me? Why did I, why, why did I get so sharp when that person corrected me? Become self-aware. Because if you're not self-aware now, marriage is not going to help that. You're just going to be annoying. And and, and while we're on the topic of social media, you know, I love social media. I I think if it's used well, it can be a great tool. But social media is, it so replaces our alone time. It so replaces, and we get preoccupied with, with, um, you know, taking this selfie and taking that selfie and this is a great angle and, oh, I haven't tried this filter yet. Oh, I look really cool with that on. I've got a rainbow across my face. And can I, can I just say, when you're doing that, you're not actually working on what you need to be working on in yourself. You know, I always ask myself this question before I post anything on social media. What am I saying? Why am I posting this? Is it because I think I look cute in this outfit? No, it's not. It's, it, when I post on social media, it's generally always got a purpose. Because as a single person, and as a married person, but as a single person, because we're talking about single people or not. if you are cultivating and moving in what God is doing on the inside of you, you've got no time to be taking 50 selfies. You've got no time to be doing that. Stressing over which filter to use. Working your field and doing what God has called you to do. This is, this is what it look, should look like. Okay, God's spoken into my heart. I've got a vision for my life. I feel like there's a purpose. I'm not really quite clear on what it is, but I'm gonna start running towards it. So I'm running towards it. I'm running flat out towards what I think God has got for me. I'm running by myself because I just know God's spoken this into my my life. And so I'm running and I'm running and it's awesome and I'm excited and then I look over and wow, there's just someone there who's, who's keeping up with me. That would be that would have been Chris Mulhair. There's just someone there who's keeping up with me and he's running the same direction as me. He's got the same vision as me. We're running at the same pace. We seem to be going the same way. He's a little bit interesting, but this is what I see. So this is us running and we keep running and then we get married and we keep running and it's awesome. But this is what I see us do. Some people do. They're running and it's like, oh, 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 he's a little interesting. We kind of slow down and you know, slow down and just have a, if I just slow down a bit, if I just put my life on hold a bit, he'll be able to catch up with me. And, and, and that'll be nice because he's kind of cute. Like, did you see him? He's kind of cute. It's all, all, he's got, it's got it all, really. And, you know, he, he might not be perfect, but he's got potential. <laughs> he's got potential. He's not quite there. He just needs me to polish up his life got potential. (laughs) He might have potential, but he hasn't cultivated it yet. And you need to wait till he's cultivated it before you start slowing down. Because you see, this was God's instructions in the garden to man, right back in Genesis. Cultivate this, tend this, get an education. There's a good thought. Start a business. If it fails, start another one. Have a go. Work something. Girls, boys, close your ears, no. Girls, if he's not working something, if he's, playing, if he's playing Fortnite all day, mm-mm. if he's hanging with the boys all day, Mm-mm. He needs to be working something. If He's not working anything, He's not for you. Because see, this is what we do. We get a good egg, good purpose, good, good intentions, good person. And we get a slightly off egg. It's okay. It's only that's kind of sinks halfway in the glass. You know those ones? You test if they're rotten. I'm not sure if they float. Anyway, it goes halfway, right? And then we want to make an omelette with it. So we put the good egg in. We put the slightly not so good egg in and we make the omelette. Is it going to be good or bad? Is it going to taste good because there's a good egg in it or is the bad egg going to actually taint it ever so slightly so that it's a bit like, ew, that's just not quite right. Do you get my point? Excellent. Number three, it's okay to be single, but not good to be alone. It's okay to be single, but not good to be alone. Genesis 2.18 says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper who will be just right for him. It was interesting when I read this because then I noticed when God said that we couldn't think God said that and then he made Eve. No, God said that and then he brought all the animals to him to name and at the end of it it says and a helper was not found for him. Then he created Eve. Then he created Eve. So alone in Hebrew the Hebrew word for alone means all in one. All in one. So when God made man, he was all in one. There was just one of him. He was all in himself. then he took from the man and made the woman. It's not good for for man to be all in one, to be consumed with himself. It's not good for him to just be all in one because we need accountability. You know, our catch cry for the year is better together. We need each other. We need relationships with people to keep us accountable, to help us to surround us with relationship. But alone is not lonely. This is where we get confused. Alone is not lonely because lonely is sad because one has no friends or company without companions or solidarity. See, alone is all in yourself. But lonely is different because it's sad because one has no friends or company without companions or... Well, solidarity so so alone and lonely is not the same thing and alone and single is not the same thing because single means separate apart detached different unique original distinct special it means whole that's what single means and God wants us to enjoy a season in our life without anybody where we are whole. There's a good thought. Complete, unified, one with ourselves. Because then, when we meet that person who is also unique, gifted, whole, ready, you're not looking for two halves to make a whole. You had two holes. That are just whole. And you bring wholeness to the relationship. The more single you become, the better your relationships will be. The more single, the more whole, the more unified, the more special, the more unique you you allow God to make you, the better your marriage will be. The more whole, different, unique you, the better it will be the better it will be. Nope, I don't know what that was about. Let's just skip that. God put within you a unique DNA. We love that. And then we go around trying to be like everybody else. I don't get it. And you need to give God time to develop it and reveal it so that when you find the person that you want to spend life with, you're not trying to make those things happen. Number four. Maximise your singleness, maximise it. Honestly, it's like, it's like Christians who wait on the rapture bus stop. They get saved and they're just waiting for Jesus to come back. And singleness can be a little bit like that. I'm just waiting on the marriage bus stop. It's not very attractive. Let me just tell you, maximise your singleness. Can I just tell you, single is awesome. Single should be celebrated, You can reach purpose without being married. Jesus did it. Paul did it. People often think first comes love, then comes happiness. Can I tell you, I think that's wrong. First comes happiness, then comes love. You're looking in the wrong places if you're looking for happiness in someone else. In reality, living single symbolises freedom. You can do what you want. It's your money. You can do with it what you want. When you get married, it's our money. I can't do with it what I want. I can find a fine pair of shoes, but if they're not in the budget, I can't give myself permission. (laughs) Done. It symbolises independence untapped potential for growth. The most attractive people on the planet are those people who are pursuing life breathlessly, happy, regardless of relationship status. They are the most attractive people on the planet. Don't settle, girls. Don't settle, boys, for someone who looks like they've got potential. For someone who's gonna solve the loneliness issue in your life, use that season. Get an education. Travel the world. Set and achieve goals. Live the kind of life that, as if tomorrow was your last day on the planet, and the kind of day and the kind of life that you'd be happy to live. Because I gotta tell you, life is long, but it is short. And it, it breaks my heart when I see people stalled in a season, particularly in, in their single season where they should be celebrating, when they can do what they like, when they can be out as late as they like, when they can just pick up and move and do take the job on the other side of the planet, when they can do all of these things because they are the person that makes that decision. Maximise your singleness. Celebrate your singleness and married people and people and relationships. Back off. Because we're just jealous. We're just jealous that you get to do what you get to do, and we get to go and do the washing. and I'm kidding. Back off. Let's be a church that celebrates singleness. Let's be a church. That celebrates the seasons with people and doesn't don't try and push people or bully people or make people feel bad because they are not doing what we're doing. We are all unique. God has a purpose and plan for each and every life. Let's celebrate every season the way God's made it. Can is that okay? Just stand with me, I want to pray for you. Life is to be lived, hey? God gave us this life that we might live it to the full till it overflows. There's no disclaimer on that. Whatever season you are in, that is God's truth for you. He wants you to live life to the full till it overflows. Pursue life. So Lord, I thank You tonight. I thank You tonight that we celebrate every season. I thank You, Lord, that we celebrate tonight. Singleness. I thank You, Lord, that it is such a foundational and important season in life. And Lord, I pray tonight that Your Word has hit home with people. Lord, I pray tonight that vision and purpose rises in people's hearts as they think about this season. I pray tonight, Lord, that that people would leave here going, actually, I've got things that I want to do. I've got places that I want to go. I've got vision in my heart. I'm not gonna wait another moment. I'm gonna pursue this with my whole heart. Lord, I just thank You for that. I thank You that people won't settle. I thank You, Lord, that, that You are so all over this. You've got this. I thank You tonight that we can trust You in every season that we're in. In Jesus' Name, Amen. And before we finish tonight, I just want to give an opportunity. You know, you might be here tonight and, and this is really not your scene and, and someone brought you along. And, and you, you know, you wouldn't say that you, you know God. And, you know, I just want to say to you, that's a season that you're in. But the truth is that God created you to have relationship with Him. God is all about relationship with us. He's all about the individual. And He knew you before the beginning of time. And He loved you. Before the beginning of time He knew that you would be here tonight And I want to give an opportunity tonight You know, I haven't always been a Christian I haven't always known God in my life And I've done relationships Outside of that and inside of that And I've got to tell you When God got a hold of me I knew purpose, I knew destiny I knew there was a plan for my life I had a confidence for my life And tonight God wants to give that to you So I wonder if we could close our eyes And bow our heads tonight Just for a moment just for a moment. And if you're here tonight and you're like, I need that. I need that. I need that purpose. I need that that, that assurance that that there's a purpose and plan for my life and I've, I've never given my heart to Jesus. I've never said I'm going to give Jesus a go. I wonder if you would just quickly raise your hand. I'm just going to look across. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to pull you out the front. I'm just simply going to go, yep and then we're gonna pray together because when I made this decision, it changed my life. It changed the trajectory of my life. It brought a life to me that I never, ever imagined that I could have. So as I look across tonight, if that's you, just really quickly, just raise your hand. I'll acknowledge it and we'll pray together. Awesome, I see that. That's awesome. Anybody else? Anybody else? here? This is a, a moment, people, where you can choose to have the kind of life that You've only ever thought other people could live. So one more look across the auditorium. Fantastic. Lord, I thank You tonight. Thank You tonight for people's hearts being open to You. I thank You tonight um, for those who've responded. I thank You, Lord, for revealing Yourself to them, letting them know that plan and purpose, letting them know that wholeness, letting them know that excitement about every day, that joy that comes with walking with You Lord, we just thank You in Jesus' Name. We're all going to pray together tonight, church. Let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, I believe in You. Thank Thank You for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow You. Amen. Okay, so we're going to go out tonight, right? We're going to go out celebrating the season that we're in. We're going to go out looking for purpose, looking for the plan, looking for the goal, looking for what God's got in our lives. And if you are single here tonight, I want you to celebrate because this is the foundation for the rest of your life. Thank you, Mike.